So how's it feel, Keith? We're, we're running completely unsupervised today. I kind of thought you were going to leave with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's odd. It is different. I mean, there's so many more lights and buttons in front of me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, of course, everybody's going, you know, what are they talking about? Um, <laughs> Andrew, the producer, is out of studio today. He had a bunch of Christmas stuff and trying to uphold our weekly upload status you know for our listeners here we are recording unsupervised so at the board today is mr johnny orange himself and so (laughs) when this all gets screwed up our apologies yeah well no they're gonna blame me and everybody listening knows it (laughs) (laughs) well i'd be no better because i mean um to me that's just all buttons and knobs and <laughs> dials and i i can't even program my microwave uh, <laughs> clock so i've seen that you're one of them that leaves on like three seconds remaining and then just closes the door yeah savage oh my god i hate that oh it drives <laughs> me nuts that's worse than a wall clock without batteries fair but, enough uh, <laughs> fair enough um so this episode we're episode 36 Uh, 36 (laughs) doesn't really coincide with anything hugely four-wheel drive automotive related that I could think of. How about Hmm. yourself? Nothing I got. (laughs) But you know, it's Christmas. Yep. Yeah. You got got a Christmas wish list? I got a couple things, mainly just stuff to fix the antenna on Pegasus. Oh, all right. Yeah. Stock antennas on those TJs are junk, and it... I touched it one day, and it, it fell off. I'm not kidding. I touched the antenna, and the thing broke off the side of the Jeep. Hashtag salt life. <laughs> you say so. Well, Michigan, so yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know where these people get off saying Michigan, you know, water and all that salt-free. It's not. No. Half the year, we're probably worse than Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, let's talk about some Christmas stuff, and I know there's actually quite a bit of uh, 4x4 news going on, so uh, we got a lot of topics to talk about today. Sounds good to me. It's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range, because you are listening to Wheel It. With Keith and Johnny Orange, broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio. They're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up, here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. Well, rolling right in with the Christmas stuff, um, besides your rusted out, broken off, corroded off antenna, um, <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you want, John? Uh, well, we start with... Do we want to start with the 4x4 news and get into the meat and potatoes? I mean, I, mean, I, I got, got a great I, recipe for you this week. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, what, what news do you have? All I've got is I'm pretty sure I figured out the issue with the uh, Pegasus transmission clutch noise, and I'm in the process of putting her back together. So by the next episode, hopefully she'll be back on the road. Good. Yeah. That's Very good. It. Very painstaking, annoying Working at night with one 18-inch halogen light buzzing in my face all the time. Time for a bigger garage, man. Yeah, and I think that transjack that I bought's a little too big. 
Is it? Yeah. It. Uh, there's not enough room for me and the trans and the jack underneath that thing. It's very cramped quarters working with it. But I'm glad I have this over a regular floor jack like I did last time because I almost dropped that trans a lot yeah. last time. Yeah. Yeah, so. a floor jack and a piece of wood and a ratchet strap will do it, but it's sure sketchy. Yeah, especially when the jack's missing, like, three bolts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it keeps dropping them, and I can't find where they go. <laughs> so I should probably throw that in a scrap pile, honestly. Okay. It's not very safe. But the trans jack is. It's right. just kind of stupid heavy duty. Like, All I right. cannot pull the jack and trans out as one. Mm-hmm. I'd have to separate. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Um, okay, national 4x4 news, uh, or international 4x4 news. There's been a couple of things that I've seen. Um, one being, it's really not a 4x4 thing, it's more of an auto sport thing. Um, but it's an, it's an auto sport that a lot of guys in the four wheel drive hobby follow, and that's NASCAR, oh. um, or Sprint Cup and all. Um, where I'm going with that, uh, did you see that Junior Johnson passed away at the age of 88? I did, and I, I know from some other circles I'm sort of involved with. I've known the name, as we were discussing before this, and the kind of how he got into it is a little, I mean... He's it, a moonshiner. What, yeah, that's what NASCAR was kind of started from. Yeah, yeah. So kind of the whole point. <laughs> yeah, um, he was a moonshiner. At, Yet, oddly, they allow are outlawed drinking while doing it. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he was a moonshiner that was one of the original um, drivers, promoters, creators of NASCAR. I, I don't know his personal history real deeply. I know there's a museum you can go to that's got a lot of interesting NASCAR stuff in it. Um, but I do know that that type of off-road racing, the the moonshining dirt track racing that eventually became NASCAR, is also where things such as Sprint Cup and rally racing um, really kind of branched off of as well. So um, one man who was very influential in the early days of essentially dirt road racing Mm -hmm. that branched off into so many other motorsports, I I think we need to give him that little shout-out. Absolutely. uh, um, you know, sad to hear from the Johnson family. I mean, 88 is good, ripe old age. Um, but, uh, you know, it always sucks to lose somebody like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, it's one of those inevitable things in any hobby or, well, just in life in general. But, I mean, so you can honor them by remembering them and their contributions. So. Oh, for sure. Well, speaking of contributions, um, you know, there's a uh, another person that we lost, um you know, in the industry this last week, or maybe it was the week before, um, uh, you know, he it was the guy who owns Simpson Racing Products. Mm. I don't know if you had heard of that. That uh, one I don't recall seeing, no. Yeah, and he led his name to uh, Simpson. I'm trying to remember or even look it up right now. No, I don't um, uh, personally. I didn't know too much about him, but I know I'm trying to actually look it up as we speak. Mm-hmm. I just saw it, and I just thought of it. Um, Bill Simpson. Okay. Um, Bill Simpson was the, uh, for some reason I wanted to say, well, no, that would have been right. Most likely I had read earlier, William Simpson, I thought, but uh, so he probably, yeah, he probably was a William. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Bill Simpson. It's funny how most of them do that. There's like six different names that coincide with William. Yeah. And it's all 
everybody's different. <laughs> exactly. Um, he passed away. Um, I don't know of what or what age, but he was ripe old age too. And that's mm. um, Simpson racing harnesses, Simpson fireproof suits. Say, I, I've heard the name in, in passing. Basically, uh, he was a racing safety equipment producer for gotcha. decades. Okay. And so, uh, and Simpson stuff is used in every sort of autosport, um, four wheel drive stuff, and you know, you know, your NASCAR, your IndyCar. Yeah. Simpson's just used in all of it. Um, so, you know, and I got thinking about that, John. I got thinking about that. You know, we've done in, in 36 episodes here, we have done these shout outs to all these people we've lost in this industry. Now, mm-hmm. with exception of Jesse Combs, who was taken from us way too early, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're losing these people on a re- rapid basis. And I was like, man, is that just getting, are we getting old or whatever? But I got thinking about it. Auto sports. Really, of all sorts, off-roading, hot-rodding, drag racing, all of it, really, it's boom time was right after World War II through the 50s and early 60s. Mm-hmm. That's where all of this goes to. So these people that were influencers in their 20s and 30s back then, it makes sense that we're losing them now. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, we are getting this... Um, you know, kind of, it seems like too many people passing away, but at the same, it's, it's the, the, the cycle. It's the cycle. It's yeah. the timing. So, you know, in, you know, 20 more years, we're probably going to be talking about um, people that were influencers in the 70s and 80s. So probably mm. a lot of like the monster truck people and mm-hmm. some of the stadium sports that got big during that hey, time. One day they'll be having this kind of, you know, this podcast about us. <laughs> oh, I don't like that idea, but yeah, they, they probably won't. It, it'll probably be a joyous celebration. Like, yay, they're off the air. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing in in four by four news, and we're gonna talk about this. And I I want to be as nice as I can about this, and I and I'm still I'm I'm struggling with this um, internally myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you and I talked briefly on this. There are, at this point, let's say 30-ish off-road four-wheel drive-related podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a booming industry. New ones are coming out every couple of weeks. Mm And As we discussed in our last episode with the death of the uh, the prints, you know, this might be the new wave. You know, a lot, we might see more and more of these pop up. Sure, and that's a good thing. We like to see that. Um, I... Personally, no. Probably, th- I'm gonna I'm gonna say three of the podcast producers to the different podcasts. Mm-hmm. Some of them I know through speaking from on the phone. Some of them I've actually wheeled with. Some of yeah. them, you know, but I, I know some of these people. Um, I feel, and, and I, you know, I I don't want to just point a finger and say this is absolutely the truth, mm-hmm. but I feel like somebody who launched a podcast after us is. Going back and almost carbon copying some of our episodes, <laughs> and so this is kind of a. Are they uh, using names like Bob the Apple instead of Johnny Orange? Yeah, no, I mean, no. <laughs> and I'm not gonna. Grapefruit. I'm not gonna say that uh, this is a warning or anything like no. that because I, I do say, all right, in my mind, is this you know, imi- what, what did you say? Imitation is the best form of flattery. Yes, yes. Um, so they're. I feel because I do listen to their show occasionally, and um, even some of their titles for their episodes. It seems three or four weeks after we launch something, mm-hmm. um, they're 
you know, copying our theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say that they're word for word or anything like that. That's yeah. not the case, but it just seems like um, they're doing a lot of the same stuff. In yeah, succession. and it is it, it, exactly in succession. Like so, for example, let's say we do a, an episode about axles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little weird that two weeks later they do an episode about axles. Yeah, and um, so you know, I don't know. It's uh, the only thing I'll say for us in that respect is we have a format that works enough for someone else to duplicate it. True. So we're doing something right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, and you know, and they have a pretty strong social media following. So yeah. that's. Hey, maybe as I'm, I'm sure. I hope somebody's obviously listening to us over there. Let, let's let's talk. Let's maybe do like a crossover episode or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. I mean, we're not knocking you guys. Everybody's gonna inevitably. There's gonna be crossover. Uh, you know, we like what you're doing. Yeah. We really do. Um, you know, but just know that. You know, it's noticed that it seems like, and I, I think, and if you need examples, I'll give you examples, but um, it does seem like um, there's a bit of a carbon copying of some stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, in this world, I don't even think they call it plagiarism when it's voice. I mean, because re- TV and radio disappear, you know, one comic, look, think of DC and Marvel. Oh, yeah. You know, DC comes out with one character, Marvel comes out with a character that's almost exactly the same, mm-hmm. but like a little bit different colors and same <laughs> backstory and everything. You, you know? know, I've never actually seen any of those movies. And that's blasphemous to probably half the people listening, I know. I, I've seen one, well, two movies in that world, and one I didn't even realize, actually, I didn't realize either of them were part of it. They were good movies, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, should one of these. Days. You've seen like I I haven't seen any of the Nicholas Sparks movies, and I know you've seen all of them. No, no, not a single one. You haven't seen the Notebook and the I I think it's the only one I no. can think of. <laughs> I, I saw the Lake House. I don't think that was one of his though. I don't know. Is that is that the one where Keanu Reeves and the time thing? I think so. Yeah, they like write letters, put it in the mailbox, yep. and yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it was. It was. It's been a long time since I've seen that, but nonetheless. <laughs> All right. So I don't want to harp on this. Yeah, on this I've got copy. one more piece of uh, unfortunate news. It's a little bit less four by four, but it deals with how you get your four by four stuff. So everybody's, you know, you you see the tractor trailers, the semis when you're driving by on the road. Mm-hmm. There's a very popular brand, you know, one name Mac. And this past, I believe it was the past week or so here, they rolled off the line the last manual transmission in a Mac semi. I saw your post about that, and yeah. two things. One, I didn't realize Mac was still around. I knew they were around. A friend of mine, I've got a few friends on Facebook who are truck drivers. Okay. And that's actually how I found out. A friend of mine was very disappointed that they were, my buddy Garrett, actually, I don't know if he listens or not, but he was disappointed that they rolled that out. And everybody and all the comments on it was like, well, this sucks. You know, that's really sad. It's a bummer. Some other things about the millennials killing it and all that. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought the semi-trucks would definitely go longer in the manual trans. Um, I'm I'm saddened by it as well. I know that back in episode 16, if anybody's interested in, in hearing about the death of the manual transmission a little bit further, um, we did talk in episode 16 mm-hmm. about that. And I think I actually said something in there about the semis still having it and that they would for a while. I can't remember exactly what I said, but you I might think have, we yeah. touched on it. And uh, so I guess we could call that a correction. <laughs> well, I mean, for Mac only. I yeah. mean, you still got, you know, Peterbilt and Kenworth and all those guys. Like Freightliner. Yeah. And I, I don't know the status of them. Mm-hmm. I just know that post I saw from him. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, though. It's sad. 
Yeah, it, it is sad. They did, and they made their own manual transmissions in house. Is that what they did? Uh, to my understanding, I I only read one article on it. It's so not I, our I world. Yeah, no, we, we yeah, don't. It's, I mean, you know, those trucks bring us the parts we order. Sure. If we're not, you know, picking them off of some dead thing in a scrapyard. <laughs> yeah. Is. But nonetheless, you know, it's it, it's an unrecognized industry. I'd say the whole trucking. Yeah. You know, it's it's at the core of. You live in the middle of nowhere, it's got to get to you somehow. You know, it starts manufacturing facility, gets trucked to a shop or distribution center. They're a very important backbone of the United States, and it does affect us. Yeah, let so. me let me side note there for okay. a, a moment. Um, I or not really side note, but like on that, um, I like where you're going with it, John. Um, I, as you know, I was an over the road driver for a few years. Um, not the big 18-wheelers, but it was more like a 42-foot enclosed trailer. I delivered classic cars around. It was like a 10-wheeler. Yeah, well, basically. <laughs> um, well, no, you had a dually, so that's, what, six right there plus the six, tires? Six, yeah, it's 12-wheeler. I had a 12-wheeler. Oh, okay, there we go. Um, I uh, delivered uh, antique cars and motorcycles mm-hmm. all around the country. Um, but, you know, that's not really a big service thing. But I hear people, social media, um, in person, People and even just on the road, people getting all pissed off at truckers cutting in and out. You know, we see it all the time. Oh, it drives me nuts. Tailgating truckers, cutting them off. Yeah. Um, and what you need to realize, uh, and not you, but what people need to realize is that um, nearly ninety nine point nine percent of what we consume mm-hmm. is delivered by a, a diesel ship, a diesel truck, or a diesel train. Mm-hmm. Um, a diesel drives America. Oh yeah, and on on top of that, these you know these truckers and these these ship, you know these captains and ship crews and you know these train operators, you know. So the the next time that you're cussing that that train is blocking your road for uh, five minutes, well you have to on your drive somewhere, or yeah. that truck in front of you is going a little too slow. Keep in mind that you know. They, they literally they keep America. Um, they keep yeah. America rolling. Truckers, Absolutely, that's you the have old to give saying. them that respect. You know, those guys they can't stop on a dime. They're restricted to speed limits and time limits on things. You know, you, you get a speeding ticket. What's what's it like one hundred and forty bucks or something for us? You talk to these guys, it's like a thousand bucks. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a little different than just well, I, I got to go five miles an hour slower. I mean, they're they got restrictions. You know, give them their respect. They're working. You know, you might get out of your nine to five and head home. They're still driving. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be there a while. They're yeah. that far from home, that far from family for a long time. Give them that respect. Come on. Yeah. So with that, I think uh, we should probably take a break here, get a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, maybe try to liven up this conversation. Maybe yeah. We yeah. kind of shot down with this to start Did, didn't mean to do that over <laughs> no. christmas here no no didn't mean to do that so, so, so uh, when we come back we'll liven it up and we'll talk to you in a few all right <laughs> tis the season for the annual history of christmas tree walk in algonac michigan there are 16 days to choose from this year visit december 6th through 9th 13th through 16th 20th through 23rd or 27th through 30th to see over 200 trees displayed inside a gorgeous 9500 square foot log home for more details go to the christmaswalk.com or call 810-794-2300 for fun food to put you in a festive mood visit foxfire fixins restaurant in marine city before or after the walk well continuing on our very long news section there john (laughs) um uh lightening up a little bit um talking about christmas gifts and things like that i know you keep talking about your 
um, Jeepster project yes, uh, running the Buick V6. And have you now seen Quick Draw Brands? Um, Buick V6 to um, Tremec six-speed adapter. I've seen kit. it as of today. Don't know a whole lot about it, so tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he just launched it um, 17 hours ago, I think, oh, is, is okay. what it says on Facebook right now. And um, he has uh, the bell housing now to go from a T56 to a Chevy or a Buick Olds Pontiac. Nice. Um, uh, engine. Nice. This is pretty huge news. This is back when we were talking about muscle cars, yeah. and you know now any of the people with the Oldsmobile, Buick, Cadillac, um, Pontiac muscle cars can put a um, six-speed Tremec from you know like a Corvette or a Camaro behind the thing. Nice. Um, and if you want it in a four by four application, I believe I could be mistaken. I believe it's called Monster Transmissions. They make a um, an adapter or um, something like that where they hmm. uh, you know make it so you can put a standard transfer case behind Answers it. Answers my next question. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the price. I don't know the yeah. price. But um the the bell housing itself um if for the um, to go from your Jeepster engine mm-hmm. to you know probably one of the better um Medium duty six speeds ever made. Mm-hmm. How much you think? Six fifty. Four twenty five. <sighs> and you get a free T shirt. Ooh, sweet! I'm sold. <laughs> I like yeah, it. <laughs> I just saw. I just literally saw that price when we started talking nice. about this. I'll, um, I'll say this quick. Quick side note. Well, I'll, you finish that, and then I'll get it. It involves Chad. That was, uh, well, that was about it. Oh, what's, okay. what's up? Did you see his comparison picture he posted the other day? No. The Chevy V8 versus the 671 oh, Detroit. Oh, and that was a big block Chevy V8. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty size, different yeah, size. If I remember, uh, too, I'll put that picture on the 4x4 talk. Yeah, do you that. Do that. No, that, I, that is a cool go, picture. Go ahead. And I, I don't want to click around on the keyboard too much nah, right no now worries. in front of me here. I, um, I have no room for the computer, so I'll have to do it after the show here. <laughs> so there you go. Put that on your uh, put that bell housing adapter on your Christmas wish list. Um, that would be sweet. What else? What else is on your Christmas wish list? What would you really like oh, this year? Boy, um, I mean, so I'm I'm a video gamer, and there's there's I mean, I got a game on there I've been wanting to get that I just uh, haven't yet. Yeah, the original Atari ET game. That would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, that would be seriously cool, but I'd need an Atari. Oh, okay. I used to have one, but I sold it a long time ago, and I, I regret that ever since. Oh, or man. have regretted ever since. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, no, I mean, just that. There's some Jeep parts. Okay. You know, stuff to fix. You know, I said the antenna broke. Well, I didn't have the money to get that. The only replacement I could find that was worth anything was a kit by Rugged Ridge. And it's it's an antenna mast kit. It, it gives you the actual mount for the outside, and it goes to what's called a multiplexer. But it allows you to hook up a CB radio and AM FM to the same antenna. Yeah, I've got one of those in the garage. Really? Mm-hmm. You using it? Probably. Oh, never mind. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I found a cheaper way to do it. it it's going to... I've got to modify a mount a little bit, but I found everything through Fire Stick that I need. Cool. Uh, they've been one of the longest lasting brands. I'm sure you've heard of them <laughs> over the years. Yeah, Amazon. For, yeah, CB radios <laughs> and just a lot of other. Oh, God. <laughs> the Amazon Fire Stick. So I watch TV ads. Spelled differently. <laughs> oh, okay. No C. Yes, I've heard of the Fire no, Stick. They, they make antennas, mounts, cables for CB radios and other applications. Sure. And I found a combination of products they make that I'll, I'll have to drill a few holes, but I'll end up with a nice, solid CB radio mount and 
through a another brand multiplexer, a nice setup for CB and my radio back. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm excited. Very cool. So, I mean, that, that's probably the biggest things on my list is just that stuff right now. Nice. Very so, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really particularly have a list. I mean, I got kids. So, I mean, yeah. you know, they're always asking me, uh, you know, Dad, what, what, you know, I tell them consumables. You know, get me, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, get me, well, not that they're going to buy me a bottle of whiskey, but you know what I mean? Uh, you yeah. know, get me some chocolates or some beef jerky or my, whatever, you know? Me personally, mine's always been, you know, the stuff that I need mm-hmm. is what I'd rather, you know, spend the money on. Stuff that I want, you yeah. know, that I don't necessarily need. I wouldn't go out of my way to spend the money on something I'd like to have. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, stuff, the the luxury items, so to speak. I, you know, we had talked briefly there um, a little while ago about you and I, you know, we had talked about, maybe doing a how to Christmas shop for a, a car person. But the, mm-hmm. the reality is if, you, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already a car person. Yeah. So you already <laughs> know. Um, but maybe people don't know how to talk to their loved ones and how to let them know because... That's that's always been a thing with me. Is I, I know right where you're going with this, and it's the problem I have with anybody getting anything for me. I either need or only want very specific things. Yeah. And it's it's not meant as a disrespect. You know, anything's appreciated, but, you know, there's, and I think most of probably the listeners, and you can agree with this, if I'm building something and I need a part, you know, I'm building it, I know what works, what fits, what I want to complete it, you mm-hmm. know, to get that look. And, you know, again, it's no disrespect meant. You know, you buy me something green and the whole rig's red, it's not going to match. <laughs> well, or, yeah, yeah or, the, you know, the people just don't know the parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I had that my ex-wife, I mean, years ago, uh, you know, bless her heart. She wanted to buy me something for my Jimmy off-road rig for mm-hmm. Christmas. And she kept saying to me, and it wasn't like, Hey, let me, well, let me get you this. Let me get that. She kept saying, Hey, uh, you know, what do you want for your, your rig? And, um, I had lost my snatch block for my winch Mm -hmm. um on a trip somewhere it gotten left in the mud or somebody borrowed it and didn't get it back and i said well i said i actually need another snatch block for my um you know for my winch on the uh Mm -hmm. on the jimmy and she said well what's a snatch block and i explained to her the cable goes through it blah blah blah, you know Mm -hmm. and i said warren makes them but there's other companies that make them as well yeah um so i'm not picky on brand um i said just you know another snatch block would be awesome and she's like well where would i get one of those and i said well you get one at at the time, you could actually buy them at Tractor Supply. I don't know no. if you still can. I don't know. But I haven't I, been there in a while. I said, you can get them at Tractor Supply. You can get them online, blah, 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 all this and that. And she's like, oh, okay. And you know, and then we talked about other things. And I said, it's just a suggestion. Don't feel like you yeah. have to. Well, yeah. come Christmas, um, I, um, you know, we're, you know, she comes over with this big box and she drops it in my lap and she's in a real heavy box. And, um, She's like, here you go, you know, Merry Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And I opened the thing up, and um, like I said, bless her heart, she had gotten me block and tackle for like a ship. <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> she had gotten me a, um, like, an aluminum... Uh, I guess that's what it would be, like a block and tackle for hmm. rope, for like, yeah. for like a two-inch rope. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I, I was like... Oh, so thank you have you. to start carrying hold rope in the back. Of the I know. Too? I, I said, thank you so much. And she's like, it's, she goes, it's not what you were asking for. I says, no, I says, <laughs> no. I says, it really wasn't. She, well, I have the receipt. And I says, okay. And, and I explained to her, I said, no, I, I said, it's for cable, not rope. And I said, well, what, what, how did you even get to this conclusion? <laughs> and she says, well, I knew what it was. I'd seen you use it before. And, uh, she goes, I went to, 
think it was Tractor Supply. It might have been like Farm and Fleet or something mm-hmm. like that. And said I needed a snatch block. And she said the guy didn't really know it was when I explained it. This is what he sold me. And I'm like, <laughs> fair enough, right. you know. Yeah. So in that case, you know, it might have been better to get us a say, gift card to warm. Yeah, and that, that's I mean that's a simple go to solution. You know, a lot of people knock the gift cards in the sense that you know, well, it's there's not much thought put into it. Or, you know, it's the easy way out. And, yeah, that can be the case. But, you know, a lot of times you don't know exactly what somebody needs or wants in that application there. Yeah. You know, so it's a better solution in a lot of cases to just do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm embracing them more myself. We've gotten oh, yeah. several this Christmas for the kids and stuff yeah. for different things they want. And, I mean, they help, too, because, you know, if if – you know, there might be something else at that particular wherever your gift card's for that you didn't know you wanted or needed. Or, you know, you go there, something else might be better. Perfect example, you being a gamer, um, one of our youngest kids, um, I'm asking him the other day, what do you want for Christmas? And he's like, well, he's like, I have a whole wish list in my blah, blah, blah gaming account. And I'm like, you're what? And he's <laughs> like, my my gaming account. I'm like, how? How would I even access that? <laughs> like, it's not yeah. an Amazon wish list. And he's like, oh, well, it's just on there, and you can look at it. And I'm like, well, wouldn't I need, like, your login and your password or whatever? And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I think so. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, and so then I'm asking him what he wants. And what he wants is basically in-game upgrade purchase oh, things credits. for online yeah. games he's doing. And I'm like, how... How would I possibly buy that for him and put it in his like yeah. Christmas morning? Sit down there and I, so um, apparently there's something called a Steam card or something. I don't. Uh, it's so basically what it is. It's that whole thing is what's called a microtransaction. There's a digital currency for whatever that system or in this case Steam is, and it's basically like buying a gift card for that. You can okay. get them at a lot of gas stations. Kroger usually has them. It's basically a cryptocurrency, essentially. Yeah. But it only—it's not like a—it's I can't pay you in that. Okay. You know the cryptocurrency you can actually exchange out for real money. This is in-game currency so, only. So I'm exchanging real money for worthless Digital. fake money. Yes. Well, it sounds like a great deal. But for whoever <laughs> that is, you get that extra content. Okay. All right. So it'd be like buying a digital movie download. It's exactly what it is. You're trading your currency for that currency. But now you can go download a movie. Okay, I understand that further now. That makes sense to me. So, yeah. So, again, in the whole, you know, back to the gift card thing or, you know, buying the wrong item, you know, if they, like, I wouldn't have ever guessed Steam. You know, okay. I'm, I'm a platform gamer. I'm particular to the Microsoft, the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference between the Xbox and the PlayStation as far as the download credits like that. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's that. I mean, specifically, we we he told us Steam card works. Yeah. So I was like, you know, if I would have gotten an I don't know an Xbox card, I don't know yeah. what they call them, but you know, yeah, if I would have gotten something like that, that would have not worked. No. <laughs> um, so it's very confusing with the electronic age of all it the can be, yeah. the very things. It, so. it can be, yeah. And I, you know, I I kind of started a time with the video game system pre online gameplay, and I was. Pre microtransactions, I was when when you when they made an expansion or something, you had to buy another disc. Mm. I like that. I prefer that. Okay. Because what's happened in that, and that, that's probably not really a whole conversation for here, but I'll, I'll hit it real quick. Sure. When you start doing transactions like that, you're taking the the company starts putting less into the game because they can sell you more later. 
Yeah, I can see. And I've I heard hate that. that. I hate that so much. I've and seen some of the videos online, the Facebook videos and stuff, yeah. where they're making fun of it. It's like, oh, oh you're yeah. gonna do this quest, and it's like, for ten dollars, you yeah. can do this. It's ridiculous. Or, it's know. insane. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go into this tavern. You're already you know? paying sixty dollars for a game, and then that you did, uh, to play all of it, you have to buy these expansion packs as they make it. Now I get it, like a one-time cost to add, you know, a bunch of new levels or something. Cool. But every six months, more and more and more, you're inevitably spending a hundred plus dollars on some of these games by the time you do all that, and it pisses me off. I saw, and a, I'll be at the end of my note on that. Uh, that's fine. And on, <laughs> on the end of that, well, all right, I was just on the end of that, I did see a thing online. I was reading an article about that, and there was a particular game, and I don't know what game it was, but somebody had done a, um, a time money study on it and had said that to fully unlock the game. You, there was ways that you could earn money in in the game. Yeah. yeah. Um. To fully unlock the game, you would have to spend something like it was insane. It was something like ninety thousand hours doing it in this game Good to Lord. fully unlock it. Um. To be able to pay for everything, or about eleven hundred dollars if you just wanted to pay like eleven hundred. Oh, you said ninety thousand hours. I think it was something like that. It was like eighty or ninety thousand hours. We'll, we'll go with eighty for the sake of argument here. You're trying to look it up. No, I want to divide that by days. Uh, so 80,000 hours is 3,333.333 days. <laughs> Assume 365 days a year. That is over nine years of straight gameplay. Yeah, and that was the point that the author was making. I, I don't know that they yeah. broke it down that way. And I think he said in the article it was something like maybe his math was off or maybe my numbers are off. But I mm. thought he said it would be like five years of straight gameplay or something. That but, could um, be, yeah. Anyways, he said it's in the article, he says, absolutely ridiculous. So the only way you can fully unlock this it's game is you spend more money. Spend more money. And he yeah. said he added up all of the purchases in the game and it was like $1,100. Yeah. So, so you buy this it's game, insane. like you said, for sixty bucks, yeah. and you're gonna spend eleven hundred dollars. It's enough to make me stop. Yeah, oh, it, it really. No is. way, I'd ever play a game like that. No, and I'm not no, a gamer, I'm, but there's no way. I, I have a few franchises that I follow, and you know, a few Arby's, McDonald's. I got you. <laughs> no, like Halo, Assassin's Creed, Gears of War. Those are kind of the oh, three main yeah. games that I play, and all of their sequels and all that. And I mean, it just it gets to a point with some of it. You know, like I said, the the quality of the first games, and yeah, the first one will always be better than the rest. Sure, but what you got in the first one versus what you get now, and then you have to continue paying for more content. Sure, I mean, and I don't mean in the sense that you know another game. Oh, I'm going to pay more. That that's different. I mean, what you know, what I spent sixty bucks on, and I want to keep playing it to keep playing it. Well, I have to have this expansion pack. Okay, mm -hmm. how much is that? Thirty bucks? <laughs> no. Exactly. And the quality of the story mode, you know, what you're playing offline, I mean, that's gone so far downhill because everybody's focusing on the online. Yeah. And it ticks me off. Oh. And let's let's change subject. Sure. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. I can tell. All right. So yeah. get, getting back to um, kind of Christmas shopping and mm -hmm. uh, actually speaking about four-wheel drive <laughs> stuff and things like that. Um, you know, I, I, I guess on my list, um, I, I'd... Is more like time. I mean, honestly, I'd love the time to be able to get some of the projects done. Yeah. Um. I there's no parts that I'm currently really craving. Uh. Mm. You know, 
I could be cheesy and be like, I would like a light bar and a Monster Energy drink sticker and some Rockstar <laughs> wheels. And no, I'm not. No. Hey, we're not that kind for of show. For the love of God, if you ask for black ice air fresheners, <gasps> we're <Ooh>. done. <laughs> I have such a passionate hatred of that scent. Yeah. And part of, you know, a lot of that deals with my time at the auto parts stores. Yeah, okay. It's, it is one of the better selling scents. I don't yeah. know why. It, it, my stomach is churning thinking about that yeah, stench. No, 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 it's no. horrible. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, man. Uh, that's something. And you always get the generic good items, you know, cleaning stuff. Okay. And, yeah. I mean, off-road rigs, we're probably not as attentive to keeping stuff, you know, clean and shiny as we can be or maybe should be in certain aspects. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, cleaning stuff is always a good choice. Hey, speaking of cleaning things, is uh, your your buddy Ed there, our, our, our mutual buddy Ed, is he going to ever come by the Mora and uh, clean up the sandrail <laughs> that's covered in mud? He, he's talked about it. Mm. Yeah, he and I have discussed it. He's, he's He works late nights right now, so yeah. he's usually leaving for work at 9 o'clock. Okay. What is that, third shift he's on, so he's yeah. working all night. Yeah. So his, his scheduling and timing, I mean, he's had like one day off in the past two or three that's weeks. Fine. People like it with so. the mud on it, but... Um, I mean, I went to a car show with uh, Pegasus. Sure. You know, after I got the majority of her done, and I kept it all dirty. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't win anything. No. First show, I wasn't expecting to, but every single person that came by and looked at this thing said how much they appreciated that I did not clean it. You know, it proves that I use it and that it's real. You know, most of those things are trailer queens. Mine clearly was not. I drove it there, and I drove it home. Well, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you drive. Um, yeah, I yeah. Speaking of the museum and uh, museum minutes here, he, uh, quick side note on that: he does have the wheels mounted to the paddle tires, though. Okay, he told me that. So either I or he, one of these days, will be swapping those out. Yeah. So. Oh, um, speaking of his sandrail, then before we even go into museum mm-hmm. minutes, um, we need to have a little discussion with him and help him out with his rear suspension geometry. Oh, you ever notice that thing when you look on his rear? Um, his his toe out is way off on that thing. That's what the the wheels are like. That no people can't see them on the other. No, way. the toe no like this. Um, and people can't see what I'm doing, but like the bow of a ship. Oh, yeah, that's because he kind of flipped it last time at Silver Lake, so it bent a few things. I was no, but. I was looking at it. It's full. <laughs> he's got fully adjustable. Um, you know, rear suspension on the uh, the arms. He has. Um, Oh, why am I dry, drawing? Uh, he's got the links at the end, the, the one of the ball in him. What are those things called? Ball joint? No, not oh, ball. Oh, heim joints. Heim joints. Yeah, yeah heim joints. Um, he's got heim joints on everything, and he's got them all bottomed out completely. Like, hmm. a couple of those need to be adjusted out like an inch or two. Yeah, we should be able to take care we, of that. We should we'll be talk able to, to help them out. But. Um, the, uh, but museum minutes. So we're still in the Christmas walk right now. Mm-hmm. Every. Uh, you know, like Friday, Thursday, through Friday, Monday. Uh, it's fri- Thursdays too. Nope, it's Friday through oh, Mondays, okay. and it's uh, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., gotcha. and we've had a couple thousand visitors now through Sweet. the museum again. Um, had a lot of great conversations with people, reminiscing about different vehicles. A lot of people just love some of the displays there. Cool. We had uh, Mr. Garrett, Mark Garrett, um, that is loaning us the Eagle. Mm-hmm. 
Drove all the way up from Indiana last night oh, wow. for the Christmas walk. Very and cool. Checked out the Eagle, make sure that you know we haven't sold it on him or anything. <laughs> <laughs> what we should do? I know a guy who's got one. He's running in the Gambler race. We should swap it out. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Like, hey, we took it in an off-road run. I hope you're okay with that. Oh man, I don't think he. I don't think he'd be okay <laughs> he'd with that. Probably have a heart attack or just shoot us. <laughs> Uh, is it about we'll wait that, till April to do that? Is it about that time, John? Uh, it is just about, yeah. So right. we'll uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Take a quick break. All right. Hey, it sounds like it's time to swap out that old engine for something better, John. Yeah, man. But I have so much into my trans and transfer case set up already. I don't want to change those two. Sounds like you need to call Quick Draw Brand Adapters. They specialize in conversion bell housings for nearly all diesel and gasoline engines, including the new 2.8R Cummins. You know, I like weird engines, though. I want something different. Then you definitely need to visit quickdrawbrand.com today. They have those hard to find parts. They also have used diesel engines available. You can call them at 513 446 9654. Cool, I'll do that. See what they have. Thanks. Okay. Um, back to complaining about something for a minute here. <laughs> can we do this? I guess, sure. I mean, it's our show. Um, We're unsupervised. Hey, we can do what yeah, we want. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, I'm getting, as a small business owner, Thin Line Off-Road, free plug, Thin Line Off-Road, oh, .com. <laughs> Shameless. Uh, that's totally that's a good show. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, um. There's not much on thinlineoffroad.com right now, by the way, but uh, I've got Don't some. Tell of the, people that I'm reworking the website, but you're supposed to say there's more coming. Yeah, well, there Soon. is. There is more coming. But, All right, uh, then. So, <laughs> um, I am getting very frustrated with the Amazon Prime generation. Oh, I think I see everybody where you're going with it, but. seems to think that shipping should be free on everything. Oh, yeah, that's. I know exactly where you're going with it. <laughs> and so I, I sell a lot of parts through eBay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times I'm selling heavy cast iron, heavy steel parts, you know. Yeah. And I, I sell these parts and people will be like, well, what do you mean shipping's $20? Well, it just fits in a large flat rate box, which is $21.90, I think, right now. Yeah. So I'm actually eating a dollar ninety. Was like thirteen yeah. forty something. <laughs> so I'm like eating two bucks already. Yeah. And you know I'm like, well, I'm I'm only charging twenty bucks shipping, and eBay's actually taking a part of that too. So I'm only getting oh, yeah. like maybe seventeen bucks What's in my it, pocket. Ten percent final value fee they take, which Some, is your total of shipping. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 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 I don't agree with that, but no. Um, we could have a whole episode about eBay and ugh, but we should one of these days. We really and we've should. discussed it before. But anyways. But yeah, here's the thing, you know, and they're complaining and they're going, um. Oh well, you know, blah blah blah. UPS will ship this for this much, and it's like, well, first of all, I'm not anywhere near a UPS drop yeah. location. Yep. Um, two, uh, not that there's anything wrong with UPS, but my preferred shipping method. I have a post office a quarter mile from my yeah. house. A simple explanation is that's the cheapest way to ship. If I'm going to ship UPS or FedEx, it's going to cost extra time and gas to go there. I'll ship it whatever you want me to, but there's going to be a fuel surcharge. Yeah, we're in a rural area, and yeah, and they, yeah. they all think that we should do that for free, and you know everybody wants something for free, and it's like wouldn't, you need to understand that there's yeah. a. So I, I had that happen. I sold some parts the other day, and mm-hmm. the guy's like, and he's in California, so 
you know, your favorite state, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know. We all, I, hey, there's some great wheelings, beautiful country. Um, you know, I'll take your word for it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm shipping some parts and, you know, the guy's like trying to beat me up on the shipping. And it's like, you know, beat me up. If you want to talk about uh, uh, the price of the item on a used item or something, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Yeah. But don't be like, I don't know. People just they get it's and they get offended. Yeah. When you tell them this is how much it costs me to ship. The the one that gets me. So I, I do a lot of uh, marketplace sales. Oh yeah. And my favorite is you know I, I put a price. So I expect wiggle room. I'll put something a little higher than I want to get for it because yep. I know somebody's you know I don't put or best offer. Sure. I'll take less than my goal sometimes. Mm-hmm. But what I hate are the ones like hey I'll pay your asking but will you ship it for that. So, all right, where is it going? You know, find out. Uh, the shipping's fifty bucks. Yeah, no, it's a sixty dollar item. No, no. <laughs> now sometimes it, it'll work out. As you know, I there's an item recently sold that again I put higher, expecting people to talk down. And the the I got the information from the gentleman. I got a shipping quote from all three major places, and it actually worked out. For me to cover the cost of shipping, I still made more than what my minimum goal was. That case, it worked out. Yeah, it does. But, I mean, even there, you have to factor in your time oh, yeah. for sitting down and getting quotes from all those places. Yeah. And because I've had that, that too. I've had, to go. I've had yeah. customers that have said, well, let me know how much it'll be to ship FedEx, how much it'll be shipped to UPS. How much. Like, no, yeah. I, you know, no, if I, I sit down and I'm going to spend a half an hour of my yeah. time as a business owner... I'll give you one shipping quote. You don't get the option. You yeah. You want it shipped a certain way? All right, this is the cost. Sure. Straight up. I I've not you're in a, you know, a business situation with that. I've I'm not, but that's the way it is. You know, that's how I've done it. So this is what the cost to ship it. Cheapest shipping method. Barry, do you want anything else? Obviously, you're going to pay for it. On the um marketplace thing, mm-hmm. I just saw a good friend of mine uh, was complaining today that you know, he messages people and they never get back with them. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, they post something on Marketplace. Yeah. And then even on the weekend, you know, he said, well, people, most people aren't working or whatever. Nothing. You know, yeah. just never get back. And it, it happens. All, and I get that oh, yeah. all the time. And then I, I. Admittedly, I've forgotten to respond to people, whether I'm buying or selling. It happens. Mm-hmm. But I, I usually eventually remember. I mean, I, so. I'll get the, the things, too, where it's like, and this is happening more and more, where, um. I'll have something, I'll just, round number. Let's say I got something for sale for $50. Mm-hmm. I'll get a message from somebody that'll be like, still available. Well, it says right in the ad, I'll delete it when it's gone. But yeah. yes, it's still available. The, blah, blah. the only quick note I'll add to that. It's because the automatic buttons. Yeah, I've done it accidentally before. Yep. Now, there's another, there's this app like that called Let Go or Let mm-hmm. It Go, something like that. They have the same feature. However, and I, I haven't used it in a long time to see if the feature's still there. If you hit that button, it'll say sending in five, four, three, and there's a cancel button. Gotcha. So if you hit it and realize that you can hit cancel. Yeah, Marketplace so. has got some problems. Um, a lot. But a uh, lot. they do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then they'll say something like, okay, well, that $50 item, um, you take 45 bucks? Sure. Yeah. And then I'm here for them again. Yeah. Like, what was the point of even asking me? My my favorite one is the the extreme low balls. Oh. You know, I've had a welder for sale on a couple of these apps for a while for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Price is a hundred bucks. I'm not gonna let it go for less than that. You know, I I mean an offer of eighty bucks or something, okay. 
But when somebody sends me an offer asking if I'll take $25 for it, it's a joke. I <laughs> actually had that this morning, and I didn't realize until I got there that it had happened that way. Mm-hmm. I was helping my mom get rid of some of the stuff from her business, mm-hmm. and I had something listed for 90 and it was exactly that. It was $25. Oh. And I thought I was talking to somebody about something else because yeah. they were messaging me back and forth about a $30 item, and they'd said, will you take 25 And I said, sure. Mm-hmm. So then I get there this morning, and I'm like, wait a, wait a minute. I'm like, we're talking about this other item. Yeah. And fortunately, the person looked at it and decided they didn't want it, even Ooh. at the $25. And it wow. wouldn't have really mattered because um, it was essentially a piece of junk. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, why? And I, I felt like saying to him, like, what what made you? Yeah, he did show up and looked at it, but you know. See, and I'll admit, I've I've made lowball offers before, but it, it's putting in there and saying, "Hey, look, you know, I've got this. If you'd let it go at that, I can come tonight." But any kind of offer like that is with a sense of urgency. And typically, I've, yes, I've had him accepted. Now, I'm not going to be disrespectful in an offer. Nope. You know, I'll say something's like, "Look, you know, I'm interested in this. This is what I have. I know it's way below what you're asking." If you would do it, I can come tonight, tomorrow morning, or you know, at your earliest convenience. Mm-hmm. And I've had plenty of those acceptance. Like, yeah, just get it out of here. I I just sent one of those, and, and it's very rare for me, but I mm-hmm. sent one of those the other night. We're out Christmas shopping up in Port Huron, Michigan. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook Marketplace, and my son's truck needs two wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of an oddball wheel. Yeah. And I've been having a hard time finding them. But I found another guy that was selling a set of four wheels and tires that were the same um, bolt pattern and everything, and they would mm-hmm. work on my son's truck. So I was looking to maybe buy them for him for Christmas mm-hmm. uh, for the Z71 project, which, by the way, is just stagnant right now. We haven't done anything to it, but it, he's getting some parts for Christmas yeah. um, for it. Um, but the so we go and um, we're looking at the. Uh, I'm on Facebook Marketplace, and I'm looking at it, and I see the set of wheels and tires, and the guy's asking $400, and mm-hmm. I look at it, and the wheels are decent, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of scrape. Like usable kind yeah, of Yeah, wheels. yeah, a little yeah. curb rash, maybe scraping this and that. The tires are probably 50%. Mm-hmm. And so I just sent him a message, and I said, um, maybe maybe even 30 or 40%. So the tires aren't great. Yeah. Um, and I sent him a message, and I said, I'm in Port Huron right now. I can be there in like 15 minutes um, if you'll take $200. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't really need the tires, and if you got to take them off, I'll just buy the wheels from you. Yeah. Never heard back. But, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a low-ball offer, but I was essentially offering to buy the wheels. And I, I didn't say to him, hey, I can dismount them because I have a tire machine. I should have yeah. maybe offered that. But yeah. um, they say whenever I'm making offers, you know, I'm, I'm not – and I say lowball. I don't mean like a three hundred dollar item, and I'm offering them fifty bucks. No, you know, typically it's, not. It's it's still. I usually worth... walk away from a deal like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you know it's something. I'm it's it'll be a respectful offer, probably lower. You know, it's I know what I can get stuff for. Mm-hmm. And I'll base it on that. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a tough game to play sometimes sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't you know i always hope that i don't offend anybody with some of these offers and usually if i'm saying you know hey you know i'm not meaning to be rude about this but you know this like the tires you're saying you know i've messaged people before like hey look you know these tires are a quarter of what they are new Mm -hmm. you know these they're old they're dry rotted they're not that good you know i can't use tires i can still use wheels I'll offer you this much, you know, for them, 
and get the tires out of the way for you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's different. You know, if it, your offer is based on a condition being less than what it is, you know, that's a different kind of thing. So, Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, man, we, we've been all over the place. This, <laughs> yeah, has almost been one, this has almost been one of our end of the trail episodes. Almost, yeah. Which Maybe, maybe we should wait for the producer next time, kind of keep us in line. <laughs> <laughs> Unsupervised. <Yeah. laughs> um, true. The, I would think that the, um, speaking of the end of the trail, the end of the trail episodes, um, producer Andrew is promising that he is working diligently on the Patreon problem, whatever it is. Um, but, uh, you know, for those of you who are interested in getting more Wheeland shows, we have a Patreon show called, well, it's under Wheeland, but it's called End of the Trail. So um, there are some problems with the Patreon System and again. Our sincerest apologies to those of you who are subscribing. It's coming. I promise. Yeah. All it of a sudden, you're going to get like eight uploads at yeah. once. Probably <laughs> is what's going to happen. And then they're going to hate us, and they're going to cancel their subscription. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's we're figuring it out. And uh, but if you're interested in hearing more of our awful voices and our <laughs> awful banter, um, you can go to the Patreon show or the Patreon dot com and then um, look up Wheelin W H E E L I N of course no G and uh, you can find us and you know little as two dollars a month um, yeah. you, you sign up and you can get all those other what is it what is that money for um, obviously it's so John and I can go on Caribbean cruises <laughs> and <laughs> we just need two hundred thousand of you to sign up <laughs> at two dollars a month. <laughs> Uh, it goes into operating expenses. You know, we need some, oh, okay. you know, cold carbonated refreshments to sure. kind of keep the spark going. Yeah. So it, I mean, it helps out. There are costs we have associated with running this, and I mean, it helps us out with that. It helps us to be able to bring you better content. Yeah. yeah. So it's I, always stuff we're working on, improving and expanding on what we're doing, what we talk about. And we've, we've discussed before the eventuality of moving into video with this. Mm-hmm. So we'll do product reviews with it, you know, how to install or how to build, how to do this, how to evaluate this, what to look for, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, and, you know, so there's a lot of value there. We are, you know, just that little bit of money, like like John said, can help continue studio productions yeah. and and things like that. We're we're trying to give you guys the content that you want, and we want to hear from our oh, listeners. Yes. And that, that goes times. for anybody. Let us know what you want to hear. If you like something, don't like something, let us know. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always looking for input and you know critiquing on what we could do to make things better or not make things worse. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, we're we're enjoying doing this. This has been something that has been um, for thirty six episodes has been very uh, you know it's been a passion project for us. Yeah. Uh, we have had people reach out through email, through four by four talk, through the Facebook group, individuals uh, we know, who Twitter. Listen. Yeah, individuals we know who listen. Yeah. So it's continuing to grow, and you know we want to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, we're very thankful for everybody. absolutely thankful and, and for thank, our listeners. For, yeah, to everybody who listens who puts the stickers on their vehicles, who talks to people about us, who pr- helps promote us and get more listeners, thank you from both of us, well, all of us, yeah. both of us. And I think we can safely say thank you from Mr. Andrew, the producer, as well. True, so. true. Um, John, I, 
Was there anything else you wanted to cover in this episode? I think we hit just about everything. Sure. I, I don't know what our overall topic was today, but well, it was <laughs> it kind. Of, it was a general banter. We just kind yeah. of went around on a lot of different things, more or less, somewhat Christmas themed. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what it is. We had so much swirling in our heads and yeah, and going on. Um, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I would like to wish all of our listeners a very, very Merry Christmas. Um, happy holidays if you're if your Christmas isn't whatever thing. you celebrate. There's like 19 happy different whatever. holidays, so yeah. yeah. Um, and a, and a Happy New Year too. You'll probably Absolutely. you'll hear from us again before New Year, but at least once. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just Happy Holidays to everyone. So yep, Happy Holidays. Thank you. And with that, uh, thank you all for listening, and have a good one, everybody.